0: Hi, everybody. Sports Talk Chicago back at it. Last segment of the program here today. Big shout-out to all of our great TV and radio affiliates. W-K-A-N, 105.5, the ticket, A-C-T-B, Cities 92.9 FM, JET-TV, and WJOB. We are on all of those stations every single week. This is John Zagluel. John Meadows is directing and producing. If you miss any of this show, hit up sportstalkchicago.com or go to your favorite podcast provider. Go back and listen to each segment of the program. Also, the full program uh, will be out there, too, uh, full thing, about 45 to 48 minutes. You can listen to it and pop it in as you drive around throughout the week. You can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago and uh, hit up our YouTube channel as well. Like the video and please subscribe. We're at 18,600-plus subscribers, trying to get to 20,000. And uh, all your guys' help really pushes us through. We, we appreciate you guys supporting and appreciate you guys being here with us. First couple of segments, we talked about some bombshell reports in case you missed it. Go back and listen. But in essence, if I could recap or at least uh, review it a bit, right now, according to Dan Wiedever, Matt Eberflus may be gone by the end of this year. It's not official, but it's according to some speculation and league sources. And if a new coach comes in, the Bears are going to want a different quarterback. Plus, Deanna Bersini said from The Athletic, that's. Kevin Warren's going to be making final decisions on everything. So he's going to be evaluating everything, too. Final segment of today's program, Bears-Lions. Rematch coming up. We're going to preview this game. Lions right now nine 9-3. Best start to a season since 1962 for Detroit. They are killing it this year. They Won this past weekend, barely, but they did win over New Orleans. And they beat the Bears just a few weeks ago. 31 to 26. Jared Goff, coming down to earth a little bit, but still effective. 20 touchdowns, 8 picks, 98 passer rating. But how about their run game, David Montgomery? David Montgomery, whom Ryan pulls let go because he didn't want to give him $5 million guaranteed in his second year of a contract. Montgomery at 26, still young. Is averaging 78 yards per game, 704 rushing yards. He may get to 1,000 by year's end. Oh, yeah, and he missed three games. Montgomery's averaging 4.7 per carry. Jameer Gibbs averaging 5.4. Man, their run game is amazing. 1,600 rushing yards already for Detroit. Plus, Jared Goff obviously doing his thing at quarterback. Um, amon Ross, St. Brown's already 1,000 yards. Sam Laporta, the rookie tight end, is at 679. They might have a couple of 1,000-yard receivers. They may have a couple of 1,000-yard rushers. And they got Jared Goff slinging it like crazy. Mr. Jared Goff, who threw a couple of picks last game against this Bears defense, who put it all together and still won the game for Detroit. Meanwhile, the Bears stand at 4-8. There's our 4-8. Chested Fields on this season, 12 touchdowns, 6 picks, 1,500-plus passing yards. And he's averaging just under 200 yards per game, a 92 passer rating. Run of the football, believe it or not, it's Fields, who does have the most on the team. The Bears' run game is not horrendous. They just have it spread out a little bit more. I mean, they actually have similar amount of yards to Detroit on the ground. Detroit at 1648, the Bears at 1652. So they're about even in the run game. The Bears have relied on so many different people that their creditable ball stepped up to make something happen. Foreman has been great in limited time. Fields is averaging five a carry. He actually leads the team. In yards per carry, which is really nice to see. 77 attempts, 400 yards. Khalil Herbert is at 331, and Roshan Johnson also at 232. Those guys have been the main guys running the football. DJ Moore is already at 1,000 receiving yards, believe it or not. yet yeah, DJ Moore, he actually needs 500 plus more, around 500 more, to break the Bears' all-time single-season record, held by Brandon Marshall. So we could see some history for DJ Moore, despite Quarterback changes and ineffectiveness at the position. Second in the running is Cole Komet at 42. Arnold Mooney only, only a 351, by the way. That's pretty bad. But anyway, how do we expect this game to go? Well, I, I did say in the initial in the initial Bears versus Lions preview the Bears were going to get smacked. Clearly, I was wrong. But the Bears ended up losing in historic fashion, if you will. (laughs) They made history with the way they lost. Are they going to win this week? I don't see it. But I think, and I've learned my lesson, it's going to be a closer game than people think. I would say. Had to make a prediction on this one. Let's see. I'm going to go... Bears did put up 26 last time. So I will say the Bears will score 24. They're going to lose. Detroit wins. Detroit wins 27-24. That's my prediction. Detroit wins 27-24. I don't think this is too controversial or too crazy. I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, Detroit uh, is obviously the better team and at 9-3, they're going to make a significant run. Not only are they going to make the playoffs, of course, but they could even go further in the playoffs. We'll have to see. I mean, they're going to have to get past the 49ers and the Eagles, but Detroit's going to be in there. And No matter what they do, I don't care if Detroit is a first-round out, and they win nothing. This is a huge success for them. They're going to win the division for the first time in a long time. I mean, this is significant for Detroit. What a year, and what an opportunity to celebrate for them, no matter what. And as for the Bears, I mean, we talked about it in our opening segment, and I know Matt Eberflus has addressed it publicly, every game is going to be evaluation, right? Every game is going to be an evaluation of Justin Fields, of this team, who's going to stay, who's going to go. Is Eberplus going to stay or go? Same with Pauls. So every game is an evaluation. I want to see how Justin Fields does in the fourth quarter, because last time these two teams faced off, The Bears, as a defense, blew it. Fields fumbled late. Well, you know, if it's going to be a close game, well, Fields, could he lead a comeback? Right? That's a fair question. Could Fields lead a comeback this week, if need be? Is this going to be a close game? Can the Bears' defense again get to Jared Goff? Because to their credit, for three and a half quarters, they played lights out. I mean, they forced Goff to throw what? Three, four picks? How they lost is beyond me still, but the defense played great. So I'm excited to see how this one goes. I think it's actually going to be a close game, which will be fun for us and fun for all you know, all of you to, to watch and for us to call here on STC. That's going to be nice. I just don't see them winning, and I'm curious to at least look at these little nuances, right? So how will the defense do? Um, how will fields do? Could, could fields play well against this Detroit D? Can fields come through if need be in the fourth quarter? I think every game moving forward, regardless of who they're facing, that's going to be a test for fields. Can he come through consistently in the fourth? Can he hold on to the football, not fumble it, not make a mistake, and actually lead game-winning drives consistently in the fourth quarter? That's a fair question. Going to have to see if it works out this Sunday, too. You know, we don't know. Cairo Santos has been the team MVP, and we'll see him kick at least. Maybe the Bears will just kick a bunch of field goals and win again, like they did on Monday night. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think they're going to win. They're going to lose 27-24. But there will be things to evaluate. For Matt Eberflus, I'm not going to defend him staying, but I know people will if they see that the defense does better, right? How will the defense do in this situation against another Jared Goff-led Detroit offense? Dan Campbell-led Detroit offense. Ben Johnson led Detroit offense. Could be a head coaching candidate. That's going to be fun to watch and fun to see. The Bears are really going to have to control the run game. I mean, if the Bears want any chance to win, which it's kind of the blueprint that we've seen or that we saw in their first meeting, got to control the run. You can't have David Montgomery running wild or Jameer Gibbs, for that matter. Both of them ran wild the last game. And that's going to be tough to contain both of them. They're doing great, but you got to contain them. You got to force Jared Goff to be Jared Goff. Because I like Jared Goff, and I respect him. I want to say that first. I respect him. When he got traded from, Detroit, uh, from LA to Detroit, I thought, oh my goodness, that's it. He's going to go to a place where his career is going to die. Clearly, it hasn't. In fact, if you look at the side to side statistical comparison, he's done just as good, if not better, in Detroit than in LA, which is crazy. So can the Bears force Jared Goff to be Jared Goff? Can they at least force him at times to make mistakes? Because Goff is not perfect. He's an above average, maybe 14th, 13th best quarterback in football. That's good, but he does make mistakes. He's susceptible to turnovers, to constant interceptions, to fumbles. Can they force Jared Goff to be Jared Goff? Can the defensive pressure kill him, get him scared, force him to make a mistake, bad throw? And the Bears' defense hold on, too, in terms of covering downfield. Amon Ross St. Brown was a thorn of the Bears' side last game. He's a thorn in everybody's side. Laporta also did pretty good. And as a rookie, has 700 receiving yards as a tight end. Doing better than Cole Comet, who the Bears just paid money to. My gosh. Don't worry, though, guys. He's, He's worth every penny. So there are factors that the Bears could limit and control that could allow for a win. We could see it. But are the Bears going to do their best and are they going to perform in terms of controlling those factors? Can they win the turnover battle? Big question. And they stop the run from Detroit, and they have two solid rushers, in addition to Craig Reynolds, who's done great as their third running back, even. You got three guys you got to contain. If they do that, they're going to win. Seriously. I mean, I mean it. If the Bears actually force Jared Goff to throw a bunch of picks and limit their rush offense, they may have a chance to win the game like they did a couple of weeks ago. All they had to do was, I mean, just run the clock out, and they screwed that up. So what will they do this week? I don't know. If they lose again in that manner, that should really – solidify uh, what's going to happen to polls, or I'm sorry, Eberplus at least. We'll see how it plays out, but things to consider. So my official prediction, Bears lose twenty-seven twenty-four. It's going to be a closer game than all of us expect, I think. I don't think it's going to be a blowout necessarily, but I'm not counting on them and holding my breath to see them win. Especially if every play is going to be a damn screen again, too. My gosh right? Luke Getz, just going to call screens all game long for Justin Fields. Then in the fourth quarter, the Bears are going to be down by a touchdown. They're going to have Fields trying to lead a drive. He's going to throw a pick six and the game's going to be over. Sounds about right, right? Sounds like uh, every game for the Bears this season. And even if the Bears stick to the game plan, I want to make this note, it doesn't mean they're going to win. The Bears forced Jared Goff to throw three picks. They limited them, Detroit, and they still lost. So, even if they do everything they should do, even if they do everything they should do, they still might lose. <laughs> Talk about mediocre. Actually, mediocre means average. Talk about beyond pathetic. That's a better word. So, we'll see how this one plays out. I want to remind everybody that if you are planning on watching the game, you could watch it here with us. On Sunday, We're going to be live on Sports Talk Chicago's YouTube channel. We do this every game, in case you're kind of unaware. We uh, put the game off the screen. We give you a play-by-play reaction and calls and our commentary. We interact with people in the chats, and we also do a post-game show, me and John here. So um, I encourage you to come on out, subscribe, and tune in. We get a lot of people, 2,000-plus people almost every stream, sometimes more, uh, depending on the game. So... Really hope that you guys could come join us for that, especially if you're listening on all of our radio and TV affiliates and you're hanging out on Sunday watching the game. You don't have to be miserable alone. You could do it with us. Okay?
1: It's a
0: nice deal that we got here. <laughs> uh, but on that note, with the Bears probably going to lose, that'll pretty much wrap us up here on Sports Talk Chicago. I want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in across all of our great and fun affiliates, WKAN and Kankakee, 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, Cities 92.9 Talk FM down in Bloomington Normal, WJOB and JED TV across Northwest Indiana and Chicagoland. As I mentioned uh, near the top of the show, I'll make sure we give you more news as it comes through. We could be having some new affiliates, some more affiliates joining us and hitting us up near the new year. So as we get more details about that, we're going to make sure we wrap it up Promote it and get people excited about it. Super cool stuff. A big thank you to John Meadows for directing and producing. Make sure everything looked great behind the scenes. Remember, you can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit up the YouTube channel. Subscribe at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit the like button on our videos and help us out. And remember that if you miss any part of today's show, if you're just catching it right now on the radio or on TV, don't worry, go to sportstalkchicago.com. That's sportstalkchicago.com or your favorite podcasting platform like Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to the show for free in full or by segment or both. If you love us that much, you can listen twice and then also rate us and give us a review on all those platforms. (laughs) Um, Thank you all for tuning in. We had a great time here tonight. It's great to be back, and uh, we will be with you this Sunday for the Bears game. We're going to be with you next week as well, recapping all of it, giving you our reaction, our takes. It's going to be a real good time. So appreciate you, and until next time, so long from Sports Talk Chicago. Thank you.